you listening to Man, what they talking about they talking I got about? my hand up on that knob Trying to figure trying out to figure It out. doesn't matter who's the guest or what's the subject what? Cause they keep it 100 and them callers love it The real show got you tuned in, rave action Like uh. a bad chick texting what's uh. happening They ain't hitting you 5 o'clock news Our host keep it blunt sharing their point of view They going in, man, cause they ain't got no filter Cause they keep it 100, that's why we messing with you Got you up to date with the latest With music and what's trending, that's basics On primetime hours, you can never go wrong And your night with music and what's going on And your neck of the woods like, hey on today's light, feeling entertained with the radio show. Tuesday, Thursday, take another, let them know. Let them tell the phone rings. Yeah, I'm on this thing. So, the executive chef guy, I just gotta say, the most interesting part of that interview. <laughs> My dude just casually brought up how he met the Obamas and all these famous politicians and how he cooked for them. And out of all of our guests, I think that was the most casual flex we've had on the show between (laughs) here and the aftermath. Super casual. And like the the fact that he breezed over some of the other politicians, it was just like, "Eh, you know, some senators, I don't don't know, whoever those other guys were. But I did meet Obama and uh, took a picture with him. And anyway, check out my podcast. Like, wait a minute. Well, and then and then he like, maybe I misunderstood it, but he was like, the guy I cook for is next door neighbors with him. So we threw him a house party. So it's one thing to throw Barack Obama a house party, right? But the fact that he pulls up to the party is like, whoa. Yeah. Like, like, you know, people email him all the time about pulling up to their wedding or to, they, yeah. to speak at the school or whatever. So you invited the man and he pulled up. So basically Obama gave up time at Bruce Springsteen to go to this guy's house party. That, yes. That your friend was cooking <laughs> yes. at. Okay. So that, that's you can't, correct me if I'm wrong, but the guy who he cooks for invited him over and had a welcome to the neighborhood party with the Obamas. <laughs> I think that's how I understood it. I'm not a hundred percent sure if I remember it right. I mean, it was it was only two days ago, but I was really more focused on the actual Obama part more so than. Yeah. But it sounded like Obama moved in that neighborhood or some you know somewhere around like where he works, and then somebody else like yeah offered to basically have them to cater that party. Welcome to like I said, yeah. So. So I missed I missed this subtle flex. um, I guess when it originally aired, did he at least do a screen share and show the picture with the Obamas? I had to ask him to send it. He wasn't going. It was just like, he kind of, I mean, he, we asked him the question. M16 asked him the question. And he brought, he was like, this is an interesting story. I met the Obamas. And then like, it was, it was almost kind of matter of factly, but you know, we did pull it out of him. And then I was like, can you send us that picture? He was like, oh yeah, I guess I could. Nice. And I had to remind him, because that was an email reminder. It was like, hey, David, you know, by the way, the whole picture with you with the president and the first lady, yeah. you know, you want to send that along so we can toss that in there, you know? Because, yeah. I mean, I sent that man, I sent that clip to my mom. She was freaking out. She's like, he really didn't meet Obama. Like, it's, 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 it's you know, it's Look, a big deal. You, you have people excited that met the guy who met the Obama. Right. Yes. Obama. right. <laughs> I mean, you're basically royalty at that point. Yeah. I mean, through, through, met through the law of transitive properties, yeah. I have met Obama. I mean, a duchess and or duke at best. But, yeah, royalty. Yeah. 
Uh, yeah, uh, this I, is, I just thought that was cool. So, yes, casual flex. I would make that the word of the night, but that's. I'm sure we're going to come up with something better we'll, than casual we'll, flex. We'll, just, just put a pin in it. That's, that's all gonna, figuratively. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, the yeah, definitive yeah. We'll, word we'll, of we'll, we'll the table it. Word we'll table it. We will. So if you wonder who the extra voice is, it's Bring a Friend Night on the radio show. We got Ooh. our friend Zeno from the ZZ Talk podcast hanging out with us because he just wanted to kill his career faster than it started. So here he is. Thanks How's for coming going, on fellas? with us and hanging out. Of course. Yeah, way to, anytime. Way to, way to sell you. it. Way to sell it, 16. Way to sell <laughs> it. Well, yep. you know, I'm just keeping it 100, as the kids say. Yeah, I'm uh, glad to be here. I mean, I've been here once on the aftermath, but to be an actual co-host, I mean, come on. It's a dream oh, come true. Welcome. Yes, sir. That's right. So welcome. You're, you know, you're not a visitor. You're at home. You know this. Yes. So thank you. All right. So cool, Joe, man. I got to ask you a question, man. Yes, sir. And all right. We're going to laugh about this because we always do. This. So it's two things first off. Wait a minute. Okay, so the first thing I, I was think, is that I think I think I know one of the questions, but I, I'll let you finish. I'm sorry. Okay, so the first thing we're gonna go with is something we had spoke about before. So we're supposed to pop in circumstance radio show at the movies. So you know this show. Every time we get to doing one of these segments, we got to make sure that certain things have happened, and and if we would, if everybody watched the, okay. So I'm taking it that Cujo didn't watch the, the movie he's he's gone off camera All right, easy, <laughs> if you <laughs> what you didn't watch it either I, I didn't i didn't all right well i guess it's gonna be a a du- duet of a review wait m16 you watched it right yeah i'm usually the one stuck i mean listen if you go back and look in the archives of the movies that we reviewed i mean i think i watched them all some of them against my greater judgment um <laughs> They left the camera. Okay, so this. Okay, so I'm gonna start with my other question then. We'll, we'll table the we'll table the at the movie segment for a second. Here. Okay, and I'll go with my second question that I have for you, Cujo. Yes, sir. With, since we didn't watch the movie, the other one is the Oscars were last night. Did anybody on the show watch the award show last night? Because we. T- <laughs> oh come on. <laughs> well, I watched partly. It was some of it. Okay, so Z- Zeno watched some of it as my co-host back away. <laughs> I didn't watch it either, so I'm in that category too. So, Zeno, you are our resident expert when it comes to the the Oscars. So it's safe to come back, Cujo. Okay. We have somebody who's seen it. Zeno's okay. earning his keep here. He wants to actually here watch some. I'm about to say this is gonna be the quickest show. Just go ahead and run the end sequence. Yep. Just the random. So I'll, yep. I'll do I'll do a quick recap of like some of the main things. All right. So first of all, uh, anyone who's watched the Oscars before knows that they usually keep um, the big awards for like the second and third act, right? So you've got your best actor, best actress, right. best picture, best director. That stuff is usually at the end. They might throw in like best supporting actor and best supporting actress early on. Uh, this time they were like, you know, we're just gonna flip the whole script. And since this is a pandemic Oscars, we're gonna just, you know, throw things at random places, right? So very early on, uh, we found out that uh, Daniel Kaluuya, uh, the Ugandan Brit, won yeah. the Oscar for Best Supporting Actor for Judas and the Black Messiah. Uh, on on another show that I'm on, uh, ZZ Talk, we talked uh, at length about that movie. Really good movie. Have you guys seen it? Yes. No, yes. but I need to watch it. 
Yeah, you should. You should. <laughs> I'm, <laughs> Just back I'm, the way again. I'm terrible, man. But yeah, no. Yeah, I, I, yeah. It's on the list. But yeah, um, he won. He gave a great speech. Uh, and, you know, the, the speech was about, obviously, thanking a lot of people. And he also thanked uh, Chairman Fred Hampton, who the movie's about, um, for, you know, all he did for, like, feeding, uh, giving a free breakfast to kids, free healthcare, yada, yada, right? Which is in stark contrast to how the Black Panther Party had been framed for so long as this terrorist organization. So it was really good to see that all these years later on this big stage, the Oscars, you know, this guy's good deeds being talked about. So Dan Kuli is talking about all that stuff and- Real quick, before before you transition from um, from, from Judas and the Black Messiah, would you, being that you've seen the movie and digested it, you talked about it at length, would you agree with the supporting actor? Yeah. So being put in that category, you mean, right? Right. Yeah. Um, I agree with that. I thought Lakeith Stanfield should have been put in the lead actor category. However, he wouldn't have won anyway because that was a very stacked field. Um, Because the, so the lead is the Judas in the movie, who, which uh, Lakeith Stanfield plays. Um, Gotcha. I forget the character's name, but yeah. Um, and then the Messiah, the Black Messiah, is. I mean, he's there in the movie, but he, he definitely has less screen time than um, Lakeith Stanfield's character. Um, so, so yeah. So Darren Kulia is doing a speech and saying that um, you know we we all have work to do, you know, to to get to where we need to get to. Uh, but he said, "I'm going to go back to work on Tuesday because tonight." I'm going to get, basically, I'm going to get Liddy. And, um, and then he said uh, something about, you got to celebrate life. Um, some, one day, my mother and my father had sex, and now I'm here. And so his mom, who's like, you know, straight up African, Ugandan lady, she's like sitting there. She's like, eh, what did he say? And it was hilarious. It was so funny. So that was, that was uh, Daniel Kulia's acceptance speech, you know, best for an actor. He's, He's there forever now, right? In the pantheon yep. of the greats. Yep. Um, and then uh, what else happened? Uh, Glenn Close uh, lost uh, for Best Supporting Actress. This is her eighth loss, um, which now ties Peter O'Toole for the most nominations that ever winning. Um, but what, about, what a list to be on. Right, I know. Very dubious list. But um, she did... Uh, oh, oh, there was this skit that they did where um, Questlove was the DJ, right? So he's like playing a bunch of songs. And um, uh, is it Lil Ray? Lil Ray Howard? That's his name, right? The yeah. guy f- from That's Get Out, the TSA yeah, agent? Lil Ray. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lil Ray, yeah. So, um, so he, he's going to like different actors. They'll play a song. And the question is, was this, was this song nominated for an Oscar? Um, did it win an Oscar or was it not even recognized at all? Uh, so I think he played um, one of the one of Prince's songs from Purple Rain. Um, actually, no, he played Purple Rain. Uh, he played Purple Rain. Uh, he then he played another song by Donna Summers, and then the last one was um, "The Butt" by um, E. Oh, that's where that meme came from. So yes. that so that's why yes. people were talking about them doing the butt at the Oscars. So, that's the so only he, part I knew what happened. Like. So he went to Glenn Close to ask her, "Do you know this song?" And it's like she was like spouting out facts about it. You know, people say it was 
pre-scripted but who cares yeah. <laughs> it was funny so Same if there's probably enough facts about it and that it was in spike lee's movie this and that but um it wasn't nominated for the oscar and then she started doing she started doing the butt yeah so that, was the, that was the whole meme so she didn't win an oscar so but she won our hearts yeah yeah that's where it came from um so let's see um the older the, the korean lady uh the the grandma from the movie Minari, she won Best Supporting Actress. Okay. Um, uh, let's see. The Asian uh, lady um, won Best Director. She's the first yes. person of color to ever win. Chloe Zhao. Yeah. Chloe Zhao for Nomadland, which is on Hulu. Mm-hmm. Um, I haven't seen it yet. I heard it's a bit of a drag, but it's probably one of those art films that maybe it deserves it. I don't know. So I'll, I'll go check it out on Hulu. Um so yeah, so as I was saying, they were moving the things around, and usually you'd have Best Picture be the one to close out the show. However, they had Best Picture as the third to last um, um, category, and it was Nomadland that won it. So everyone's like, "Oh, okay, they're doing Best Picture early because they want to close out on Best Actor." So second to last is Best Actress, which went to who won Best Actress? Um, it wasn't Viola Davis. It wasn't. Huh. You see, we can't offer Zeno no help because oh. we like. <laughs> oh, Frances, Ma- Frances McDormand from Nomadland. Okay. She won it. She um, I think this is like her second or third Oscar. No, third Oscar. And then, um, and then the best actor is what they closed it on. So the reason everyone was like, oh, they want to close on best actors because that's the one Chadwick Boseman is nominated in. And they're like, okay, they want to give him his posthumous Oscar to close out the show. It's going to be like a heartfelt moment. Anthony Hopkins won the Oscar. <laughs> Best actor. And Anthony Hopkins wasn't even there. And Joaquin Phoenix was the one that was like presenting. So it was like, uh, Anthony Hopkins is not here and we accept this on his behalf. And then the Oscars just ended abruptly. And it wow. was like some soprano uh, shit. Yeah, it was like <laughs> just fade to black. And wow. it was it was like that was <laughs> that was that was crazy. Um yeah. oh one thing I did skip was that um uh Tyler Perry won uh the humanity Humanitarian. Something. Humanitarian. Yeah, we all saw that speech. I saw him holding the Oscar and I was like, something's up with this. What did it, they give him He got another award and for like humanitarian earlier this year and had a really I think the Golden Globes, I think. Yeah, probably. I mean he's on a roll with the inspirational speech yeah. man, you know. Yeah. But, w- but wasn't that the, wasn't that the seat at the table speech? Yes. Yeah, I yes. think you're right. Yeah. yeah. But that the speech he gave on Sunday night was a little polarizing um, amongst like Black Twitter and other places because it almost sounded like he was absolving po- like police of like the stuff that's been going on recently. I mean, especially like really recently, right? right. Like the shootings and stuff. And he was talking about, you know, I'm not, he specifically said, I'm not going to hate a police officer for this and that, which doesn't sound that bad, right? But it's like, you know, we, we meet in the middle and we say no to hate and yada, yada. But a lot of people are like, but you, we, we're talking about us always having to make the, the concessions, always having to bend moving backwards. I never asking them of that, you know? Yeah. So, so that did, you know, cause some tension on like social media. But all in all, uh, it was a it was a good show. Uh, the in memoriam was very clunky because there were parts of the song in the in memoriam that were a little sped up, and when it sped up, the names in the in memoriam was were sped up. 
So it's almost like disrespectful to those names that were shown up at that time. Like, oh, they speed it up like Mike. Yeah, General. yeah, exactly. Like Cicely Tyson. Yeah. Cicely Tyson was like they gave her a good bit of time, and then they, they start speeding through like some other people, and then people are like, come on yeah. now, like, like show That's them respect. Yeah. So, so that happened, and uh, yeah, now, I will say this is. I'm gonna get that one. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna get that guy. I'm gonna get that comment or mm-hmm. whatever other backlash. But sometimes those in Memorial. You know, memoriam things, you know, I don't need to know that Peter Table, who is a sound man on You're that. talking about the key grip from, you know, some movie that you've <laughs> right. never seen before. Yeah, yeah never well, say, never say die again. Yeah, sound, yeah. Sound, the sound man passed but, away. And but I'm like, the, you know, that's sad, but, you know, let's. But, but the, the opposition to that is, oh, well, you know, we don't want to not acknowledge everybody no, because everybody you know yeah, was yeah, important it, it, should, it should be respectful of all, all, all yeah yeah, yeah but to your departed, point all the dearly departed you know, but yeah johnny like, that held the light yeah so so as, as a cinephile uh sorry m60 just just real quick as yeah, a cinephile yeah. i i think it's important to acknowledge that there are a lot of moving parts that make a movie like we always it see is. the actors and we think of the directors but i mean the the gaff the gaffer, you know the the oh the yeah the guy holding the mic, all that stuff matters, you know. It does, it does, it does. So you know, could just Mike say do something else. That one. <laughs> no, rest in peace. But it's, I feel like in, that, well, first off, you know, let me mic. let me just say that that's the most thorough recap that we've ever had in the history ever. of this show. I think ever. Okay, so you're getting a high budget applause right now for that because we've okay. never been that thorough, even if we've seen it. But the other part I wanted to bring up, and we've stumbled upon something here. Zeno mentioned it. The everybody's waiting for Chadwick Boseman's crowning moment, and it didn't come. So I guess it asked the question, and we could just all jump in on it. Is would we have been okay if they gave Chadwick the posthumous Oscar? We know he's a great actor. Mm. We know he's done great things. Would it have been? Would people have been okay with that? With him getting this Oscar as him sort of getting his flowers? So, so Chadwick Boseman is one of those rare actors that was not at all polarizing. I, I think across the board, when he died, everyone was sad. No one had a bad word for him. When Kobe <laughs> died, there were still people who were like, oh, but let's bring up that thing. Yeah. From, you know, and that was never the case with Chadwick Boseman. I think everyone would have understood why. Uh, think back to like uh, the Grammys uh, when. Uh, Kendrick lost for Good, Good Kid, Mad City to Macklemore. And then Don't get like, me started on this, you know. Right? So it, was like, it was like every time Kendrick was nominated afterwards, it was like the Grammys trying to make up for it, right? Award shows, they do makeup calls all the time. Yeah. I don't think anyone would have minded Chadwick getting this, even though people say that he his role in 42 was better and he should have been um, you recognized for that. So I, I personally don't think people would have minded um and i also really like anthony hopkins so it's nothing against him it's just like chadwick is not gonna get another movie he's dead right like i mean it's a given so so for the record he doesn't have an oscar no 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 No. this is his only nomination yeah his only nomination well how many okay i guess we have to find out how many anthony hopkins has versus you know how many this is anthony hopkins second he's been nominated six times gotcha yeah. Um, okay, well, I guess I would ask the question, does it really matter? Because there's a lot of, like, Glenn Coates, 
she's gonna go regardless yeah. of I mean, you know, she who how many more years she has left, you know, whatever. Hopefully she, you know, she's around. But um if you know, Leo, uh, you know, there's there's a long list of people who, you know, nominated. Well, I mean, Leo, you know, it was like what, twenty years before he finally got one. Yeah, yeah, because um, he did get one. I forgot what movie it was The Revenant, and the that Revenant. was a makeup yeah. call. Because <laughs> I don't think The Revenant was his best. Yeah, call. he was that better was off getting call. The Wolf on Wall Street than yeah. Yeah. The Revenant. But I they feel like he should have got one for the Depart for the Departed. For the Departed, that was mine. Yeah. That's the one. That's like my all time favorite one, movie. One of the of biggest his. ones is um, Denzel. He didn't get it from Malcolm X, but they well, makeup call. They got I, they gave it to him for training day. But, but it yeah. was a makeup call for Al Pacino, who should have got it for something, and they gave it to him for Sin of a Woman. Everybody right. knows that Denzel yeah. Washington was the best actor. He was excellent as Malcolm X. It was a yeah. highway robbery. Yeah. So yeah. that's the thing. They do makeup calls all the time. Why not do it here? You know, give it, give it to him. But I, yeah. I also the hell was the, what the hell was the makeup call when they missed the pass interference against the Rams? Where the fuck was that? <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm not salty though. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Sounded a bit like it, but uh, but but yeah. I, I no. The question that uh, Kuja asks is, does it really matter? I guess not, right? At the end of the day, it's a, it's just it's a trophy. It doesn't matter. He he did win a SAG award because um, uh, Black Panther won best ensemble cast. Yeah. So essentially, every cast member technically won the award for that so right. he's won something um but yeah hey it, it is what it is right Still, right I, I know i like chadwick so i guess i don't didn't pay a lot of attention to his accolades but he doesn't have any like hardware mm -mm. I, I think he won a golden globe did he not win a golden he won a golden globe if i'm not mistaken mm -mm. let's go to google oh, 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 for there. this movie for this movie yes yeah, yeah. for okay. um um, for my rainy's right? my black bottom yes he did okay. so, he did Jesus. so yeah. is that an indictment like on the it's usually a like the committees if the person wins a golden globe yeah if they win the golden globe or uh or the sag awards that usually is a precursor to the to the oscars uh is it an indictment on the committee i mean i don't know well committee multiple committees yeah i don't know if you guys remember the whole oscar so white thing where there's like there's so many movies made by people of color acted um acted in by people of color that just get overlooked so many like quality movies and that's when they decide to diversify the um the 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 body of people that are actually the, the voting body right because I'm not going to seek out a movie like uh, Parasite or Minari myself. Uh, someone is going to have to alert me to it. Um, and same thing, a white person is not going to, a, a white, per, uh, an older white person is not going to go seek out Marini's Black Bottom. You know, someone yeah. has to alert you to it. So um, that's why it's important to have diversity of representation in these bodies that that acknowledge excellence, right? Otherwise, you're always going to think, well, the only people that can direct movies are Martin Scorsese, when obviously we've seen that Chloe Zhao, uh, Bong Joon-ho, you know, the Alejandro Inarritu, all of these people can direct, but they get overlooked because they're not old white men. You know, yeah. so... He, so, does, yeah. he does have quite a few accolades. I, I, I feel like a lot of these are this year and last year. 
<laughs> like I'm looking at the uh, Chadwick. I mean, yeah, Chadwick. Sorry. Okay. As, as as much as we can, you know, val- validate or trust Wikipedia as a credible source, but hey, um, hey, 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 there will be no Wikipedia slander <laughs> no, no, on no, this no. here program. I, I use Wikipedia. I'm just saying, a lot of people don't I, I, look. Look, hey, I don't care yeah. what they think. Yeah, credible source. Did you donate five dollars to Wikipedia to keep it alive? No, it, it'll, it'll uh, be I, okay. <laughs> There's a long story about Wikipedia's credibility that I don't know if we, I have time to get into on tonight's show, but just know that basically me and one of my teachers in high school got into a healthy debate about Wikipedia and its credibility, and I won the battle. Nice. How much detention did you get, though, after you won said battle? Well, well here's the thing. So... You know, she was basically saying, long story short, that, hey, we can't use Wikipedia in our final paper. This is like my senior year of high school. Well, I put information from Wikipedia in the paper. And she didn't really, like, realize it, you know, till like, graduation time. So I told her, like, at the end, like, hey, I just want to let you know, like, I showed her the parts that had Wikipedia on there. And she was like, wow, like, that's. That's factual information. Like, yeah. yeah, you got me on that one. I'm like, see, like, because yeah. everything well, was like everything on Wikipedia is fake. Yeah, as long as you can verify the source, because it's yeah, exactly. It's, and yeah. they but, have but, the but citation at the bottom, right? So you just, just use that your bibliography. People can edit it doesn't mean it's trash. Like, like the chef that you know uh, met Obama. If he was cool with Obama and he was Obama's executive chef. He's probably a more reliable source about what went on in Obama's White House than somebody that wrote a book about it that had to talk to different sources that might have been there. You yeah. know what I'm saying? That's, that's like, it. so I, just because I, I will say, it doesn't mean well, yeah, I, trash I, out there. I, I will say if you're citing a book, that means it's gone through some sort of um, what's it called? Uh, quality fact control yeah. and fact check. Yeah. Well, maybe not necessarily fact checking because we've seen some, uh, I'm about to say, quality control. There's a lot of quotes but, that come out of books and then right. there's controversy <laughs> right before it releases and yeah. there's a book signing. So, you know, yeah, I feel like we got off topic. What are we talking about? Chad, we're talking about Chad. That's the show. That's the show though. We go down tangents and that becomes the show. But yeah, he got, he got quite a few awards. Like I said, a lot, uh, image awards. NAACP. No, I mean, NAACP. People's Choice, Critics' <laughs> Choice, uh, the Dallas-Fort Worth Film Festival, um, yeah. satellite, but, satellite Awards. But here, here are the main three, right? American Film Festival. If you don't get these, then people are like, but did you do anything, though? Uh, it's <laughs> Golden Globes, SAG, right. and Oscars. But then also the BAFTAs, the British um, Academy of Film, Television, Arts. Those kind of count, too. Did you win the BAFTA for Marini's Black Bottom? Do you see it? Uh, let's see. Let's see. B B B B B. Nope. Salah. Let's see. Nope. Mm, probably gave yeah, it to. Wait. Yeah. 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 Uh, nominated. No. Did nominated. Not. Mm. I don't understand hey. something though. Uh, like why the like I was in a couple of comment sections where people were talking about the Oscars and the sentiment that bothers me is that people want to jump right to. Well, Chadwick Boseman, you know, he should just get it because he died. And, you know, it's the whole narrative of, you know, the best guy won and all that. And nobody's questioning Anthony Hopkins' greatness or even the fact that Chadwick Boseman was was great. Um, I think people harp too much on people giving folks, like, 
it's not like they were just giving some random guy. He was a great actor. He probably mm-hmm. would have won one, you know, had he not tragically died. He probably was going to get one for some role he did anyway. I don't understand why people have to give that qualifier, like, was because he died. Like, Heath Ledger yeah. probably would have won the Best Supporting Actor because he was great at being a Joker. So I don't That's understand why people perfect always example. have to take it to, well, it's because he died. It's, yeah. I, I just don't understand that narrative. I don't yeah. get it. I, I, I think had Heath Ledger lived, I think he probably would still have won that Oscar for playing the yeah. Joker in The Dark Knight. Hey, so M16, now would be a great time to give everybody your um, your thoughts on Biggie. On Biggie. Oh, oh you know boy. what's funny? Were, were you like peeping in? Because Zeno and I were actually we were talking, talking about Biggie before we started recording. Oh, no. Where, um, so which songs would you like on Biggie? Would you like the one where I still like some of his songs? Or, would you t- or were we talking about where... If hypnotize comes on, I will. I would listen. I would walk through broken glass and nails to change the channel to not nah, hear that song. I, I, I was actually talking about how you said that it couldn't be great because he only had one album or something, oh, something to that effect. Okay. Yeah, where? Yeah, he only had one living album, and people wanted to brand him as the greatest of all time. And it's really hard to do that where you only got. I mean, yes, he had two hit albums that he made while he was alive and everything, but Ready to Die was the one that made him a star. And then it's like, oh, he's the greatest of all time, but there's no body of work to support that. You got the two albums. I think that's fair. That was put together. That's fair. Somebody, Chris Rock made the comparison that you can't put Biggie in the GOAT conversation. He's great. But he he said that he's the Bo Jackson of rap because Mm. he was really great. But, you know, we don't know what would have happened had he kept going. And I thought that was a great Uh, comparison. That's Yeah, I like that. Hip hop um, talk. Let's do it. <laughs> but I, I, I do. I do want to add something to the Biggie conversation. So I, um, Tupac and Biggie. I heard them when I was growing up in Nigeria. Uh, like I was telling M16 earlier, I didn't know the context of any of it because I was just a kid. But I do remember very vividly, especially when I first moved here. Um, Tupac and Biggie were like talked about as like number one and number two, and it always fluctuated which one was which. And then later on, I found out, oh, Biggie actually only, I think it was from watching the movie Notorious, he only like released one album in his life. Oh, I guess you said two, right? Two albums in his life. Like, I, the way people will talk about him being the greatest, I assumed he had like years of like music and albums that he released, but no. And so that was a little shocking to me. So, yeah, the fact that yeah. you say that he can't be the good if he just released one. Yeah, I'm on. Yeah. I'm on the. I'm on the fence about it. Like I, I get it, and I give people the, um, you know, the 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 leeway or the liberty to be able to kind of claim that, um, only because when we talk about goats and other categories, now use Jimi Hendrix as an example. Died young, didn't really have much of a body of work. Janis Joplin, you know, some of the some of the people that's in the 27 Club, um, Kurt Cobain. People always talk about you know Kurt Cobain. Um, so in other genres, kind of across the board, we, we afford some extra liberties that we don't, you know, for people, um, you know, in hip hop. So I think I think what, what makes hip hop so difficult is that it's just it's so it's so opinionated. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. numbers don't matter as much in music. It's really about how it's perceived and how it's you know reviewed. Whereas like in sports, you know the goat talk can kind of be a little bit more structured when you bring in statistics and numbers and things like that. Whereas, you know, um, the argument could be made that, yeah, if Biggie kept living, who's to say he would have kept making great music, 
and mm. stayed consistent. You know, yep. you look at look at Lil Wayne. You know, Lil Wayne was couldn't miss. Now it's like Lil Wayne comes on the radio and nobody's really intrigued by it anymore. But, so, but hold on now, hold on. Yes, Lil Wayne couldn't miss for a while, and now no one wants to listen. But you have to look at how long he couldn't miss for. Like we can't discuss right. that. Too. Absolutely, like, absolutely. But that's that's what I'm saying. And we we do have to afford our rappers the the luxury of aging because you you can't age out. Yeah, you know what yeah. I mean. And, like and you that's, can't that's stay no, on the radio no... until you're 75. You know what I mean. Like <laughs> right. at some right. point, I'm, I'm just there's saying there's got to be a sharp decline. Right. right, and that's what I'm saying. Yeah, it's not uh, how the decline happens; it's when it happens because it's inevitable. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, at some point Cujo, you're not going to be relevant anymore. Cujo had a point years ago that was so relevant with me and it still sticks to this day and it may have something to do with biggie too so i'm giving you your props cujo but you was <laughs> like later. you brought this up and i re- I, re- I remember this and you I were could, like I never got you my like bro you, you was like if jay-z was from kansas city would it be the same oh and I was my like, god mm. I was like, oh shit <laughs> bro, I was that like, wait a minute hilarious but think about it for a second. I, I would die on that hill. There's a I did not coin this phrase. Uh that was it was Big Crit was the first person I heard use it, but it was called the geography lottery. And that happens a lot in hip hop. A geography lottery will change the trajectory of your career. And That's I think fact. that happened. Uh, big big crit is a good example of the opposite end the of opposite the spectrum. End, because yeah, exactly. Yep. If if Big Crit was from Atlanta, bruh, a lot of more people would know. Who Big Crit is and how great he is as an artist, but, but because he's a, from Mississippi, you know. But that's a hell of a that's a hell of a point though. When you look at it, like Big is from Brooklyn, and so is Jay Z. They both from Brooklyn. It's like it's the same thing. You can make that argument in sports, like if Derek. Jeter yeah, yeah. I was, was about to say your your Derek your Derek Jeter example yep. was a was a it very the same. Good example. The mythology is not the same. Right. So I mean. I wonder how that factors into the fact that it elevates Biggie based on that one where if you're the king of New York, it's like you're the king of hip hop. And he coming from Brooklyn, which is like the, I mean, you know, Brooklyn's in the, the house. Mecca. Everybody says that. Yeah. Well, but it don't sound okay. the same when you're like, yo, it's Kansas City in the house. It doesn't look the same. <laughs> All right. So let me ask this, though. So, Shout out to everybody from Kansas City. So let's say Biggie wasn't from New York, um, but let's say still the, the East, right? So uh charlotte north carolina and do you think biggie's status would be where it is today if he was from charlotte but he still had that major beef with tupac the one that was like all over the news all the time because i i think that probably contributed more to his um you know legend than the new york of it all i think i think i think he well, I mean, other than, the, you know, the personal stuff that kind of went on, I think it was those two because those were the kings of the coast at that time. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, it was, um, it was like, you got the best Africa. It really was an East Coast, West Coast beef that turned into Tupac versus Biggie because those were the kings of the coast at that time. Okay. Um, so if Biggie were from Charlotte, North Carolina, I don't think he would have been as entrenched in the beef as he was because there was a lot of other rappers that was, you know, East Coast. I remember it was an episode of, uh, what was that? The Steve Harvey show where I think it was like Diddy and Snoop, Snoop came on and they hugged each other in the midst of this whole, you know, East Coast, West Coast beef. And that was supposed to be like a huge moment or whatever. Um, 
I mean, those weren't the, you know, those weren't the generals. You know what I mean? Those, those weren't, nope. those weren't the colonels. Those weren't the guys in in charge to be able to say that the beef is squashed uh, between the two coasts. So, if you were from from Charlotte, I don't, mm. I, I don't, I don't, I'm not me. I don't right. know if, if M16 or, or EZ, you guys. The beef different. wouldn't have been at that level, basically, if he was no. from Charlotte. Yeah, I don't, no. I don't think he would have been in the conversation of East Coast West Coast beef. Gotcha. Yeah, I don't think Diddy was gonna sign some guy from North Carolina. Like, if he was gonna be on Bad Boy at that point in time, he was gonna have to be from New York. Yeah. He wasn't going to North Carolina to go dig up some guy to go, you know, be the next big hip hop star. So maybe geography. Even, even though now big, North Carolina's rolling it, pumping out rappers like No Tomorrow. So, well, you know, so, so let's speak on that about yeah. North Carolina, right? So obviously J Cole. Uh, do you think that ain't the, the baby facts- from that too? The baby's from there. Uh, oh, yeah. Stunner for Vegas is from there. They got a few. Do you think J. Cole gets the um, uh, gets the the benefit of, like, being called uh, – what, what, what do they call him? Like, conscious? Yeah, like conscious rap. Thank you. Um, do you think he gets that uh, title because – even though he's from North Carolina, his he has yes. more of a New York flow. Yes, I knew where you right. were going, and yes, a thousand percent. Okay, a thousand percent. So had he stuck with a North Carolina type of rap, and people wouldn't even think of it. Let's say it's, same lyrics, everything, but yep. he did a North Carolina. Stuff. I don't know. I don't know who would have been as high as he was. I think if, if he had a draw, to mm-hmm. your point, if he had a, if he had a draw when he rapped, I don't know that he would he would have he would have been as Prolific. I don't think people. Yeah, I, I don't. I, yeah, I don't think he would be as prolific. I don't think people would hold him as as high a regard as they do, um, because like what me Easy was just saying, Big Crit is. I would put him in the top five easily of yeah. anybody that has come out in the past 15, 20 years. And, but, and and this there's gonna be some pushback, but if you have not listened to Big Crit, don't even like. Yeah, don't even enter the debate. Not like you heard one of his songs on the radio, which I would be surprised because I've never heard a big Chris song on radio. But um, <laughs> not, you know, t- to his credit, you know what I mean? Like he just never got that, you know what I'm saying, mainstream kind of thing, which is get the point that we're talking about. But anyway, um, yeah, I-, I think I think he would be in the same boat with uh with Crit and others of the of the like. So um, I have I have a family account. Um Apple Music, and mm-hmm. I don't listen to Big Crit that much. My brother loves Big Crit, and he he's all over the you know Apple yeah. Music thing on there, and he's always talking about, oh man, you gotta listen to this guy. Yeah, I just never did. Now I will <laughs> say, if you're gonna listen, don't do it on Apple Music because they don't have a lot of his earlier stuff. Okay. Um, they have his album that was last like two albums, and they got they got a lot of the they got stuff. a lot of the mainstream stuff. Yeah, they don't have yeah. everything though. Check check your dat pills. They, they got Cadillac. They got all that kind of stuff. Albums. Start with Crit was here was was kind of his introduction. That was like 2005. That one's solid, on Apple Music. Solid, solid. It is okay. Solid mixtape. Um, then you got uh, Return of Forever. Then you got R4. Then you got. It, it was one Catalactica more. was somewhere in there. It was, it was one more before Catalactica, and that was his first. No, 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 sorry. Um, Live from the Underground was his first album, and it was yeah, three, yeah, was I think he had three or four mixtapes before that. Listen to everything up to that point, and if you don't like him, then you know that's but man, Return of Forever, and <laughs> he his his problem for me, and this is just my analysis of Crit's career. His mixtapes rode so much like an album and felt so much like an album 
that when he finally dropped an album, it wasn't much different from his mixtapes. So it didn't have as much of an impact. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like you have, you like to have a mixtape, have a mixtape feel so that when you drop an actual major project. It's elevated. Exactly. It elevates yeah. it. I, I think he's, he's, he's consistent to a fault is basically what I'm getting at. Um, gotcha. was, yeah. I, Creed. I like Creed. Right, cool. You can't never say that I ain't say nothing nice about it. <laughs> Look, man, everybody. I mean, why did it take so long? Like, just, <laughs> well, you know. Yeah. Come, come on, man. But there's very few hills I die on, and I, I, I would die on that hill. Wait, you know, I'm, I'm shocked. Again? Sixteen hasn't asked the question. What's that? I'm shocked Is you haven't asked have the question. Oh yes, name three big crit songs, cool Joe. <laughs> I got, uh, I got two for on, on the top of my, my dome. My sub, my sub one. I mean, my sub two, my sub three, <laughs> no, my man. sub four, my sub five. He got this. <laughs> look, look. I got, uh, I got you, Kujo. I got two. I got Big Bank and I got Money on the Floor. Yeah. Man, so this one of the things, you know, don't catch yourself praising the artist too much because yeah. that question <laughs> might come to get you. So be tread lightly. Yeah. Yes. Thank you for the reminder. Easy. But those are five separate songs. Man, come by on, the way. man. So Last time I asked that, when I was talking about, I asked you to name three Marky Mark songs, and you start naming off his movie catalog. Get out of here, man. It's <laughs> about four brothers, his music, and that. <laughs> oh man. Oh man. my god. But first of all, I just named I just named you four mixtapes and two albums. So that that supersedes any music, uh, any individual song I could have named. Absolutely. You, you could have crammed that. Whatever helps you sleep at night. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Um, so I guess Mortal Kombat was how this whole show started. So does anybody want to... Look, without spoilers, obviously, for the people that haven't okay. seen it, but, so, like, just... Let's just let's just do a grade. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Let's just right. let's, let's grade it. So, yeah. I, okay, so first, let me just say that I get a chance to do my, it's, here it is right on the screen here, radio show at the movies, Pump and Circumstance here, since Zeno and I are the only ones on the panel tonight actually seen this movie. So it's, this is going to be the spoiler-free version, because we don't want to spoil it for Cujo and EZ who have not seen the movie yet, so we're going to go spoiler-free and give our grades on it. So I'm going to actually defer to the guest, Zeno, and have mm-hmm. him go first, so Zeno. Let's get your grade. We usually do on a scale from one to ten here. Ten yeah. being the highest. Floor is yours, sir. Okay. Uh, so grade first, right? And then talk about it afterwards? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, but when I do talk about it, I'm going to stick to stuff that is in the trailer. So I'm hoping you guys have at least seen the trailer. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Good. Wait. So you're good. The, the, just the first trailer or? Because I know they released like two. Uh, the only one I saw was the first. Okay. So All right. All yeah, right. even less spoilery. Yeah. Um, I will give it a... I'll give it a seven and a half out of ten. Yeah, you wanna you wanna score it first, and then we talk about it. No, give okay. give your give your you know your justification for that, for okay. that score. Okay. <sighs> All right. I will say um, I watched it in two sittings. Uh, I saw so it, the movie's about an hour fifty. Actually, no. When you remove credits, like an hour forty. I saw the first hour. And then I went out to dinner and I didn't see it again for like another two days. And then I finished the first 40 minutes. <laughs> the, the first hour kind of gave me a sour taste in my mouth, to be honest. Um, I love Mortal Kombat. I'm a gamer through and through. I've played every single Mortal Kombat game. I know the lore. Um, 
and I felt that there were parts in this movie where you know they were trying to like it, it, it was definitely like a fan service type of thing you know they had a bust of uh, Kodo Khan somewhere you'd have a, a statue of Shao Kahn bunch of easter eggs stuff like yeah, that yeah yeah they they, they they brought in reiko a character that hasn't appeared since mortal kombat 4 and mortal kombat armageddon so it's like you know these very obscure characters that they put in there to say hey we know your fans and we, we love that um so that was that was good um there were characters in it that i felt were taking themselves way too seriously um, like this is supposed to be uh, some movie that's uh, this was the departed, but it wasn't. Um, and what I really liked about the first Mortal Kombat was that it was campy. It was a silly movie, but everyone there was having fun. And um, throughout the first half of the movie, the only person that seemed to be really having fun is Kano. Uh, Tell that from the trailer. To be yes. perfectly honest, it, I got that vibe from the trailer. I was like, oh, he's gonna be the. I would say he's the, relief, but yeah, I'd say he's the best character in the movie. Okay. Um, the second half of the movie really, it really amped it up for me. Um, that's where the bulk of the fights happen. Uh, again, I'm not going to tell you who does what. Uh, there is a character that has become basically godlike in this in this um, movie. He's kind of like the Terminator of the movie. Is it? Uh, is it? Is it Sub Zero? Yeah, it's up zero. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to spoil it, but yeah, it's up zero. I already knew. Um, I already knew. I'm, pretty, um, I'm pretty sure he got the bulk of the budget too, in terms yeah, of effects. Yeah. He's, and- he's basically the Terminator in this movie, and um, I, I love the scenes with him. Um, yeah, I, I give it a seven point five because at the end of the day, it's it's kind of an average movie, but it it gets that leg up because it did the fight scenes really well, and unlike the original '95 movie. Uh, this one's actually R-rated, so the, you do see some fatalities and stuff. So that was that was good. Uh, so that is my short review, spoiler-free. Sixteen. All right. So let me just go ahead and say this to start off right now. <laughs> this is your warning. I don't. I don't like when he starts rant off. Rant incoming. So, I was like, it, it feels incoming. very much like a rant. This, this is your warning that a rant is incoming. First of it's, all, it's all the right. dramatic. It's the okay. dramatic pause. Go, go ahead and also frame up. Let our guests know that you watched it the same because you told me the other day that the first thirty minutes. Were- yeah. So go ahead. Yeah. So let me frame this up. So um, Kujo and I did an aftermath this weekend, and uh, we had a brief conversation about it. And I said, "Well, yeah, I'm already watching it. I'm about thirty minutes in, and I'm like, yes, because." The first, uh, I think, nine minutes they uploaded. So it's on YouTube right now. So if you want to see, like, the first opening scene, it's out there on, on YouTube. They, um, I think it's either More Combat's YouTube page or whoever, like, HBO Warner Max. Brothers, maybe. The first, like, nine minutes out there or whatever it is. Yeah. So if it was based on the first 30 minutes, I mean, they had me from jump. I mean, it's in your face. It's violent. It's, it's the Mortal Kombat movie that you thought you wanted. And then it keeps going. And you're saying to yourself, what happened to that bigger? What happened to that? It, it just like, you're telling me stories. I want fighting. I want, I don't want the narrative. I want the action. And mm. that's where it kind of lost me, where it was like, in context where it's like, when the fight scenes are going on, you feel like everything's cool. Because who plays Mortal Kombat for the story? Nobody. You want to rip things up. Wait a minute. And so <laughs> That's a big part of the game. That's why it's <laughs> lasted this long. That's why there's a movie yeah, about it. Yeah, but, but to 16's point, like Mortal Kombat is the 
hey, I'm about to pull up to the crib to the kickback with Mortal Kombat. Who want this work? And then you have a yeah, makeshift tournament with your boys. It's not, you know, it's not in while you step in nachos and songs. You know, you know, it's like it's Shane's song is the blah blah. Don't nobody care about that shit. You want to rip somebody? Well, I really, I really hated Shang song in this movie. I thought it was, I thought yeah. it was pretty trash. Yeah, it's it. Okay, so let me just say this: it is definitely, in my view, it's an upgrade from the 1995 version and an upgrade from 97's Annihilation. With that oh, being said, sure. that's not very much of a ringing endorsement. So. Mm. Um, you've done worse. We've reviewed worse. Um, I would give this movie, I would say it's, it's a, I'll give it a six. It's slightly above average. I was going to say, in my head, I was thinking anything you say is six and above. That's, (laughs) that's pretty okay. That's solid. It's a pop, it's a pop, it's a pop, it's a popcorn movie. Um, but I, I, and I'll, I'll just leave it off with this is that the way it was, brought to you and done it feels like it could be on an upward trend with the sequels that are coming with it since they've signed a lot of these actors it seems like they're on a trajectory where this might be the worst version of this incarnation of the film series but this Mm. one it ain't the greatest in the world but you've seen worse i mean yeah a a slightly above average movie that you probably only would watch one let me ask you guys a quick question um and this is to everybody do and we've kind of touched on this topic a little bit before do you think that we would afford, we audience, critics, everybody would afford movies? I'm sorry, let me rephrase the question. Think we afford series a little bit more luxury to continue than we do movies in terms of how harshly we judge them? Like, like let's, for example, if this Mortal Kombat were a six part series, each episode mm-hmm. being an hour, where as opposed to one movie being an hour, 40 minutes. You watch episode one, which is this first movie, and you say, eh, let me watch episode two and see if it picks up. And then episode two is better. And you're like, oh, my God, this is the best show of all time. I really, you know what I'm saying? I'm all in now. And then you can, you know what I mean? I think it depends well, on, that's a, on. Sorry, go, go ahead, Easy. I, all I was going to say, that's a great point, And I've thought about that, too, um, that people give shows more leeway than they do movies. But, you know, let's remember where do most people watch TV shows? They chilling on the couch. You know, the show might be 30 minutes to an hour. Depending on the hour show, it might go quicker than what you think. Whereas the movies, you know, before COVID, you're planning it out. What time are you going? You're going with some people. It's a thing. It's an event, right? So, you know, if you're somebody like, you Cujo or 16 and you planning with the family and y'all paying you know almost a hundred bucks just to get in and then, yeah you yeah you buying food yeah. and then you doing all this and the movie's trash you're gonna feel some type of way about it. you're gonna be salty because you literally planned out a part of yeah. your day to watch this movie whereas the show you know depending on you know what um app it's on if it's Netflix you know, I'm I'm the guy in the group. My friends will watch uh, the whole damn season before I even get to episode one. So they're already letting you know, like, hey, look, I watched it. Episode one, two, not so great. But, man, episode three, that's when it gets real. So you're yeah. like, okay, I got it. You got to stick um, with it. Yeah. Yeah. But so, I think yes. with the movie before pre-COVID, like pre-COVID, it was more of all the shit that went into actually going to watch the movie. 
So you're saying post post COVID, now that we all have watched uh, Mortal Kombat in our draws, should we should we judge it less harshly? Um, and going I, forward I don't know if we, I don't know if we judge it less harshly, but you know, like Sixteen said, if they're making a whole series out of this with other movies, yeah, more people are going to be more likely to give it a chance because it's, you're literally just going to do like Zeno did: watch an hour, go eat, come back, and then watch the rest. <laughs> like you know, yeah. there's there's more flexibility to it. So I I actually have a different thought of it, right? So yes, I think maybe a decade ago. Um, Movies got a it, it, movies were given less leeway. Uh, I'm thinking of like the Chronicles of Narnia, for instance. Right, if you know, one or two of the movies don't do so well, they just stop making the rest of the series, even though there are more books to right. come afterwards. <clears throat> However, I think right now it's harder to keep a TV show alive than a movie series because uh, also depending on the outlet, right? Because these networks, especially if it's still like on like ABC, CBS, NBC, that kind of thing, they are quick to cancel you if they see that no one is watching, right? They don't, there's some really quality shows that got canceled early because of low viewership. It, ha- it happened to Arrested Development when it was originally running on Fox. Yeah, you know, it got canceled on, uh, I think, season three. Um, whereas m- a lot of these movie makers feel like we can we've set aside this budget for this big property, you know, big name property. Why have they made seven Resident Evil movies, right? <laughs> you know, like, they're not like lighting up the box office, but the thing is, they're like, hey, there is a market for this anyway, and the, we can tweak our marketing to to get more people in. But do you, TV series, do you think, I don't feel like they get that. Yeah, do you think TV shows are on a shorter leash because the market is oversaturated? Like, everybody and their mama has a TV show. I think TV shows generally were on a shorter leash because um, they well, usually didn't have the, they, no, they usually didn't have the backing of like a source material. Like now you have, you know, TV shows based on Marvel products or TV shows based on books and stuff. But usually you'd have a TV show like The Dome about a dome that covers a city. <laughs> like it's not yeah. based on anything, right? So um, people are like, hey, people are not into this idea. We'll scrap it. Now, TV shows that may not have as much viewership early on, but are based on some, you know, known property like The Witcher, um, will get greenlit for a second season even before anyone's watched it. And The Witcher actually on the Netflix on, on Netflix is really good. You guys should watch it. It's um, excellent. Yeah, excellent. it's a really good show. I check that out. So, um, yeah, I I, I, but, I I think TV has a shorter leash now than in the I past. Think- I think it has a shorter lease just because, like, you can just watch, like, Netflix. You got Netflix. You got Hulu. You got Apple TV. You got all these other streaming services that are making their own content. And it's like, you know, if you don't catch anybody's eye in season one, they're going to cut you yeah. like that, too. And then, you know, the networks have an issue now, too, because, you know, somebody like me, I'm only watching CBS and Fox on Sunday during the fall. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I, I, so. I also think I think um, I, I think uh, it, it does. I think it does have a lot to do with um, like maybe source, source material, but also I think it. I think it's I think it's kind of like a culmination. I think it's the source material, the studio, you know how it's being released, and you know who's backing it because they all 
before Godzilla and Kong even released, and with Mortal Kombat 2, they already, like I said, they were already greenlit for a sequel. Like, they already have the director, they already have, you know what I'm saying, like, just, just production hasn't started on it. They already know they're going to make, you know, a second one. They don't care how well the first one does necessarily, you know what I mean? So, um, I think it's a few different factors. You know what? I think part of that, like, putting out a release saying that, oh, there's a sequel coming, kind of actually drives people to watch the first one because they're like, okay, this is part of a larger story. It's, yeah, it's like the MCU effect, yeah, you know, yeah. like, you, you, oh, I got to watch this movie to know how this next movie To know how this goes, yeah. Now, yeah. To, be, to, to that point, that I could see that happening. With, now, it wouldn't be as big as it. I mean, it could be pretty big. I, was, I could see that happening with, with Mortal Kombat. Then, oh, nothing, nothing's as big as the MCU. No, no, no. I'm just, <laughs> I'm just saying, it, as many movies as MCU, like, obviously not because they don't have as many characters. It, it could be comics. Fast and Furious, if you will. You know, oh, it could yeah. get up to nine saying, movies. They, they yeah. could have a plenty of a other good, extra content tied with They could have a good 10 movies because I could see a series just based on, or let me not say a series, a movie based on Goro, his backstory. You know what I mean? His oh. people, where he, you know what I mean? Like everybody, the, the Shadow Realm and Shao Kahn yeah. and how. I, yeah. I can see a lot of a lot of different characters. They, they could do out. a movie just about the Tarkatans, which are the Barakas people. Yeah, and like right. you know, so see how that happens. Oh, they, so um, they're gonna find a way to spin it off and make some ends. They, I mean, I mean, we out here, you know. They, I mean, look at the MCU. I know it's great, but they have at the bottom like a Black Widow. Come see it. It's like okay, didn't know I wanted to see it, but okay, <laughs> Marvel. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Uh, uh, one last thing on Mortal Kombat. Uh, they introduced this original character named Cole Young, I think. Why? <laughs> I don't know why he's there. He's, he seems kind of like a waste of space, but hey, maybe he'll show up in a future game or something. I don't know. What was Luke Kane's brother name in the first one? Uh, Shin... Sh- uh, show you mean the one that died like right at the beginning, yeah. right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, show. Okay. I don't know. <laughs> I, I didn't know. I don't know. There was maybe a callback to that or something, but it wasn't cold. So oh no, 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 no! It's not that guy. No. Okay. All right. Yeah. So yeah, more to come. All right. All right. <laughs> All right. So that that concludes the famed radio show at the movie segment, where only half the people on the show watch the movie. Just <laughs> the quality you can expect from TRS, baby. M16, didn't you give didn't you give the first Captain America in the first store five or five and a half? What? Um, yeah, I didn't I didn't love the first Captain America. Yeah, that's that's why I said um, it. I made my comment earlier. If you give something a six or above, then I know it's it's probably yeah. I was about decent. to say if we do a uh, a bell chart of sixteen movie <laughs> reviews, yeah. Um, the the curve is going to be around four to. Six I will say probably four to six. Four to six. You know, that's fair. where he usually is. Yeah. That's the sweet spot. But I gave had a, a nine review. Yeah, I gave a glowing review to the old guard. Um, I think that was an eight and a half for the old guard. Um, yeah, we'd have to go through the archive. I mean, I'm not the most harsh critic on on, on here. Um, Kujo has unleashed on a few movies himself here in yeah, the past. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I yeah, yeah. Is I, the old guard the one with Charlize Theron? Yes. Okay. Okay. I I, I, I didn't watch it, so I don't remember. It's it's a very good movie. Every everybody who saw it on here, we gave it a pretty uh pretty good uh endorsement. Cause I, I don't know if you was on that show, you might have missed that one. But everybody who was on the panel that <laughs> night, we all gave it an endorsement. Like, hey, you know, this is one you should go ahead and uh 
give a watch to. So, you know, you should check that out. Which which, which incarnation was this? This was, I mean, you were on that show. Yeah, Old Guard only came out like 2019, maybe yeah. early 2020. No, it was, it was, it was, it was last, it was last year. It was around April last year. Yeah. Um, Charlie's Theron, did she get her flowers? I feel like she's been a lot of good stuff in terms of. Yes, she did. Monster. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. the one. She had to get ugly to win it. Right. <laughs> Netflix movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You're right. She's, a, she's, she's, she's pretty good. Yeah. Uh, I really liked her in uh, Mad Max Fury Road. I did not see that one. Oh, that's a good yeah. movie. Whoa, yeah, whoa. It's, you need to go watch that. I do. It's a good one. I it's do. a good one. Very good. And this has come from somebody that had no idea of anything Mad about Max. Mad Max before I watched that movie. <laughs> yeah. It was really good. I got you. She said, who is she to y'all? I see the way she looks at you. I said, babe, what's it to y'all? I can say, but really, what's the use? There's things from my past you just can't control. So don't put me on the stand if you can't Intended. Skittles gummies. 
Um, so everybody's familiar with Skittles. Uh, it's the shakeable, poppable candy snack that everybody loves. Taste the rainbow. Pretty, um, pretty, pretty much a sexual double entendre 16, for everybody. Put that, an uh, image of a goat <laughs> right here. Yeah, just put an image, image of a goat. Of That's what it is. Okay, the goat. Skittles is. It's the goat. Oh yeah, yeah, a lot, a lot of people hold Skittles in high regard. Um, the gummies. Not unlike the original hard shell candies, um, mixed bag of flavors. Um, only difference is, it's gummies. I, you know, spirit of transparency, am not huge on um, fruit flavored candies. I much rather prefer fruit, but I kind of like some in, you know, in small doses and Skittles is one of them. Um, but these gummies surprisingly reminded me a lot of the original Skittles, except for the texture. Um, same flavors are there, um, same, you know, that you would get from that original original bag of Skittles, the original red, yellow, orange, the, not the tropical, not the sour, none of the, none of the extras, which I can only imagine what they would do with sour gummy Skittles. That, that shit would just be amazing. Anyway, um, so I'm plugging y'all to Skittles gummies. Go check them out. It's Skittles. You, they, they really couldn't miss. Um, at worst, it'll be decent. I'll say that. Did you get it um, at like a specific store or like the gas no, station near you? I just got it at uh, Walmart. Okay. Yeah, just at Walmart. Um, I think Publix, Kroger. Kroger and Walmart were the only two places I've seen it. I didn't see it at Publix. Okay. Um, what flavor yeah. did you? What flavor did you have? Did they have the different bags like they have the no. other ones? <clears> or, it so far, it's just the the original. Uh, it's just the original Skittles gummies. I okay. Well, I'll try that one. I didn't see any other bags. Not to say that they don't have any. I haven't really researched them since I tried them. Um, okay. But yeah, it's just the original Skittles gummies. I don't remember yeah. the last time yeah. I had Skittles. Yeah, same. And I, yeah. I saw the gummies; they were new, so I figured I'd try it. Um, and yeah, just it reminds, the flavor, um, you know, like I said, with it being a mixed bag and you can, you know, taste them individually or you can just pop them all in your mouth and just eat it or whatever. Um, reminded me a lot of Skittles. The uh, only difference is the texture. And that was one, I tried it with somebody else. Their critique was they don't like that texture of gummy. Because you know, if, you, if you know gummy snacks, there's a lot of different textures that a gummy can have. You know what I mean? It can be rubbery gummy. It could be soft gummy somewhere in the middle. Just depending on the, um, you know, so, how, they, how they do the ingredients and what it, some use tapioca, some use pork and all, so whatever. More more lifesavers gummies are more like uh, the sour punch, sour straw gummy. Nah, definitely not sour That's punch. That's a good one. Nah, definitely not sour punch. Um, Orange slices? Maybe, maybe lifesavers. Maybe lifesavers. Not Welch's. It's definitely not the Welch's like fruit snack gummies. It's not that. Um, okay. Little, little more rubbery than lifesavers, but that's and are they, are they in the same shape as regular Skittles? So like small and round, no, or is it like they're, they're gummy bigger. bear? No, they're, okay. they're, they're bigger. They're about probably about a quarter size, okay. a little bit, little bit smaller than a quarter. Um, but yeah, yes, that's a yeah lifesavers gummies, but maybe a little bit chewier, I guess, rubberier. That makes I sense. Think, I think Fine. chewier is. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Because I mean, yeah. not chewy and like the soft. It's it's it takes 
I feel like a lifesaver gun would be easier to break the skin on it, you know what I mean, than these than these uh, Skittles guns. So that's what I was trying to get to. Dope. Yep. Look. Yeah. With the snack plug, always coming through with something innovative all the time. Thank you. Yes, sir. What we got? Easy. We arguing. We we got we got to argue about something good this week. Got a guess? Yeah, yes, we do. Um, let me take a gander through the uh, the folder that is one gotta go. <laughs> we, we we whipped the ass of that other one, man. We ain't had nothing left. We used that up. The little database, we killed it. Oh yeah, nothing yeah. left. Yeah, dude, it, it What's goes funny? quick. What's funny? I think the last three, if I remember right, it was we pretty. Agreed. Yeah, pretty unanimous. Like I think maybe we need some beef here. We need yeah. some, we need a good old argument. We need something polarizing. All right, y'all. So we got four types of fries. Might have to reference back to the folder. But we got four <laughs> types. One got to yeah. go. So we got just a regular cut fry. We got a uh, crinkle cut. We got steak fries. We got curly fries. And then we have waffle fries. So it's five of them. All right. Now, when you say regular cut, you mean the shoestring like McDonald's Burger King type cut. All right. So that's shoestring. Okay, shoestring. Got it. All right. Okay. I didn't know that that had a term. I call yeah. them regular. So, but yeah. So explain the crinkle cut. Crinkle cut would be like, like Zaxby's? Shake Shack, Zaxby's. Oh, uh, um, okay. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. But and I, then uh, obviously Idahoan. Is that the is that the one Orida or is it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Orida. Yeah. Orida. Orida. Oregon, Idaho. you had some sixteen. Yeah, I'm trying to make sure that I, I got these. So we got crinkle shoestring. I knew which one was leaving before he even started the list. Yeah. <laughs> that, see that. Uh, crinkle. I'm, I'm just trying to make sure I got them all, so I can try to. Oh no, 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 you good. String. Okay, curly, curly, uh, waffle, crinkle, steak, waffle, steak, steak. So, <clears throat> okay. make sure you got five. Yeah, crinkle, shoestring, curly, waffle, and steak. All great. Okay. Yeah. Um. So, let me just say off the rip, curly fries are staying. They're not going anywhere. Um. They're great. There's not a bad version of them. Um, so yeah, they're staying. Um, steak fries can definitely get the fuck out. <laughs> and there you have it. One of, one of you may proceed. <laughs> I, look, I just speak, look, I agree. Steak fries. Fuck out. I, I said, I knew that was going to be on the list before he even started. When he said, let's type some right. fries, I'm like, oh, get steak <laughs> right. fries the fuck out of here. I don't even care what else. But, then, but here's the thing. That's what makes this, this, this segment so great is that they, I know some people that love steak fries. Yeah. They love the shit. Yeah. I will say, though, though they are not on the list, sweet potato fries are the goat. Mm, I agree. Sweet I like sweet potato fries. Yeah. Um, I, don't, I don't know if they're the goat, but they're definitely great. I So my feeling on steak fries, like, just think about it. You go, to, you go to a gourmet burger place, right? You've got your blue cheese inside your burger. You've got mushrooms on it. And then you've got these like huge steak fries that you're like, I could either pick it up like with two fingers wide like this and dip it in aioli and like ha- bite only half of it because it's that huge <laughs> right. while biting the burger. 
that. Oh, I can and that's my problem nice. with it. Use that's my problem nice with them. Keep if your if you, I look at it like this. If you eating steak fries, you might as well just have a baked potato. potato. Potato skins. Yeah. A baked potato yeah, that like, you then drop in the in the uh, in deep the fry. fryer. Yeah. So anyway, I, I like steak fries. Uh, crinkle cut. That's what's leaving. Because, uh, you know, waffle fries, Chick-fil-A. That's you number know. two, for sure. Yeah. I agree with that. So crinkle cut is, uh, that's, that's got to go. Yeah. Sorry. I forgot the name of the segment. Oh, yeah. you can say you can get the fuck out, too. It's okay. <laughs> yeah. Leave. Yeah, there's one, no, one of the there's other. No, there's, there's, it can no, leave. There's, it can there's no bleeper. It can get deported, yeah. you know. <laughs> I said, there's no wrong way to kick somebody out of your house. So, yeah. Yes. yeah. <laughs> well, goddamn, man. I like all these. All five of these, I like them all. Um, I... <laughs> I will say, I, I would eat steak fries. I'm not going to not eat them, but they I mean, are yeah, If you had yeah, a fat yeah. burger before and you've had the fat fries, they're good. I don't know if you had fat burger while I've had fat burger. I always went for the skinny, skinny so, fries. Okay, yeah, I always had the fat fries there. All right, so I'm looking at these crinkle, shoestring, curly, waffle, and steak. So the qualifier with curly fries is, is that I only like them from one place, and that's from Arby's. I don't know if there's any other places that have them. I think, uh, what's that place that has them in the mall? Great Wraps has a curly fry. Look, look, there's no other place that has them. You can buy the Kroger brand. You can buy the uh, the brand y'all said that makes the cream cut fries. Mm. Them shit slap no matter where Everywhere. you get them from. Everywhere. They're great. Yeah. But see, I like, but see, I like steak fries. So it would have been out of between curly and waffle. So in this case... With the only place that you could go here with is I anger Cujo. Dumb. Is that <laughs> I am going to cut loose? I knew it. I knew he was going to say. I knew something. it too. I yeah. knew I'm, it too. I'm, I'm gonna cut. I'm gonna cut loose. Let's see. I, I like them all. That's the thing. I like them all. But if I'm saying which ones you said in front of me, yeah, I'm gonna cut loose the curly fries, man. Okay. Cut loose the curly I thought fries. you were going waffle, but no, I'm no cut loose the curly. curly Ah, okay. No, nah, I guess nah. waffle I guess, fries are good. I guess that's fine. So yeah, so the curly will be the one that has to go for me. First of all, he he narrowed it down to possibly the two greatest on the list. Like, yeah, that I think that would have been probably if we did a poll. No, the, the consensus great, one two. No, for crinkle sure. fries are the greatest on the list, but that's a debate that can go on and on. Absolutely not. Here, here's how I looked at it. The curly fries, you can cook them soft. Or you can cook them to where they're like have a harder texture and they're still good. That's how yeah. I look at the fries because yeah. some of these fries on this list, if you cook them a certain way, they're, they're trash. Yeah. Waffle fries, if you cook them shits to a crisp, they're trash. You have to make them somewhat well, soft. I, I was gonna say that. I was gonna say the opposite. If you well, yeah, but I was, I was softer waffle fries are terrible. Like where they just like no, not, I, not you know, kind of midway. Gotcha. Yeah, not. Absolutely soft. Yeah. So I, yeah. you know, there's certain ways, but yeah, curly fries. It's like a chicken thigh. You can cook that shit for however long. You can, it's gonna you be can good. Kill it. <laughs> it's still gonna be good. Um, yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean you know, there's a rumor going out there. The best way to eat a chicken thigh is to throw that shit right in the trash. But you didn't hear that from me. Says says but the guy who likes his, his dry breasts. Okay, so first off, it's not I, I, again. I'm I'm begging you. I need an example on where you got dr- a dry chicken breast from that was fried from somewhere. Bro, Easy. I'm, I'm I'm just bro. A saying, breast is naturally dry. Like, what are you talking it is, about? It is the driest piece of meat on the look, chicken. Look, look, look. If you have a juicy chicken breast, and I'm talking about on the bone, 
That shit ain't cooked all the way, bro. Like you, you gonna <laughs> taste some blood somewhere, we, dog. This, this debate ain't never gonna end. No, it's not. That part of it, it never Look, will. We ain't I, never I, gonna I see would, out. I will die on this hill. The juiciest breast. So, so the chicken breast is from Kansas City. The chicken breast is from Kansas City. The juiciest breast. <laughs> you get out of here. Still drier than the driest thigh. You Absolutely. get out of here, but but Absolutely. I will say this. For the test of time, Easy and I are tag team partners of the world when it comes to getting the yeah. chicken. We never fight. Yeah. We've never fought. We're straight. It's all good. Yeah. Man, we get that yeah. twelve piece from Bojangles, bro. There's no argument. There's no fight. Yeah. <laughs> I, I get my I get my thigh that sixteen tries to throw into the trash. I catch it like this on yep. the way. <laughs> Out. And I grab so my leg. Everybody's and he gets the breast and the wings, and it's cool. No, oh, so you just straight white right meat then. Yeah, yeah, I mean, now don't yeah. get me wrong. I will eat. I, I will eat a leg or thigh. You know, that's what's left. But that ain't you. my first. I got you. Yeah. Oh, I'll discriminate if it's there. I've literally never thought about it. I just eat whatever piece is there. <laughs> <laughs> is, is it chicken? That's what it is. Yeah, exactly. yeah slight, <laughs> slight judgment there. From Zeno, Zeno's now like, wait, hold on, <laughs> like, hold on now, wait a minute now. We had different pieces, so yeah, he's like, hold on now, is it, is it cooked? Is it fried? Put it on my plate. Yeah, exactly. He's just, great. Look, just hold Put the bird on. by the leg, dip it in the deep fryer, pull it out. That man to eat it. That's it. Yeah, easy with another with another great one. Got to go. I feel Always like I feel like we should. Everything. I feel like we should do another one just because we got a guest. All right, let's let, let's sure, do why it. Why the hell why the hell not? All right, uh, we did food, so let's not do food again. Um, I mean, we do. Well, well, That's the only reason I, I threw that out there. Yep. Um, do y'all want to do singers? Sure. Is it male and female, or just male? It's just... female. Okay, I'm with that. They got four sure. of them. Sure. All right. Sure. Let's. Are they different eras? Same era? Kind of. Um, uh, two of them are like that's fine. This is late eighties, early nineties, and then the other ones are more. Let's roll with it. We're supposed to be a music show anyway, so I know, right? Okay, well, well, there you go. All right, so we got we got four uh, lady singers. Um, The options are Whitney Houston, Mariah Carey, Rihanna, and Beyonce. One of them got to go. Off the wow. rip, Rihanna staying. She ain't going nowhere. Wow. Ain't going nowhere. Rihanna staying. Um, uh, give me the list one more time. Uh, right. Whitney, <clears throat> Whitney Houston, Mariah Carey, Rihanna, and Beyonce. Okay. I'm going to say I'll, any any answer is going to be triggering. I'll, I'll, I'll go. I'll just say that. But yes. Okay, take take uh, it away. Mariah Carey. Zeno. Yeah, Mariah Carey. I, I, I like Mariah Carey, you know, I like all four of them. Um, but that's the one that's gotta go. Mariah got it. Mariah, Mariah Carey got a lot of hits and that I, you know, came out when I was in middle school, so it's, it's tough for me to let yeah. it go. I, I I'm just thinking of like my most iconic from each one, and I'm yeah. like, Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna keep this. I'm not I'm not gonna legit leave out there to tread by yourself. I'm gonna uh <clears throat> jump on as well and uh say Mariah Carey because like I said, great. I mean, iconic. Can't can't take anything away from her. Can't say anything bad about her, except that I listen to her way less than I listen to the others. Exactly. I think I think maybe we belong together, and maybe the song with you know ODB. Um, 
that's probably where the list ends, man. I mean, not saying she doesn't have any other good songs, but songs that right. I'm going to play and or allow to play while they, you know what I'm saying, while I'm listening in the car or whatever, anything else, I'm like, I'm switch. But yeah, she she has a lot less songs that I would listen to, so Mariah Carey. Hmm. Well, I'll tell you what, we're going to make this unanimous. It is Mariah Carey, but not for the reasons that you two gentlemen said, because if she can go, and if she can take that godforsaken Christmas album with her and get her the hell out of here, where I don't have to hear Jingle Bell rock for the rest of my entire life. You get her out of here, get her out of here, get Wait, her out of here. Jingle Bell so, rock. Yes, I thought Mariah you Carey and nah. that damn Christmas album. All I want for Christmas, right? Yeah, 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 all I want for Christmas. Christmas man. Whatever. Well, look, he hates it so much. He hates it so much. He literally slandered the greatest Christmas song of all time. (laughs) (laughs) Just get. She didn't even sing it. And I'm all into the Christmas spirit, but that thing got to go, man. You can't, man. Halloween don't even be over yet, and it's already just on your back. Like, oh, it's time to fuck the rock hair. Absolutely. Get it the hell out of here. Get it out of here. And I'm probably going to trigger some dude on the internet. I don't care. Come get it. Get it out of here. Now that you mentioned that, I would miss that song if I got rid of rock hair. All I want for Christmas, it's a great song. But see, look, I mean, it, it is a great song, but I wouldn't miss it. Yeah. I, I, I would, I would be okay. Yeah. <laughs> now I will say, Beyonce ain't got no Christmas song. That one, that one from Destiny's Child, or Twelve Days of My mm-hmm. Baby, or what? Yeah, let's not bring that up. <laughs> okay. Let's not do that. Yeah. It's, yeah let's right. not do that. It didn't age well. I say that it sounds very much like early two thousands. Yeah, I was about to say it <laughs> screams early two thousands. It does. Like <laughs> burr, burr, it doesn't burr. need an explanation. <laughs> it, just, dur, dur. <laughs> it sounds <laughs> and then that uh like that proud family beat like it that did, shit was it, like oversaturated like a motherfucker. Yes. yes. You know what? Oversaturated word of the week. Oversaturated. There it is right there. There it on is on the screen. All right, you got the definition all in the sentence oversaturated. You're welcome. And easy, you're correct. Rihanna's staying for several reasons. Music aside, she's not going anywhere. Oh well, easy. Who who did you say had to go? You be yours. Uh, I did not say Mariah Carey, so it's not unanimous for me. I love Whitney Houston, but I don't listen to her like I do the other three. So she uh, mm. again. I don't think she's trash. This, this ain't a rant about Whitney Houston. I just listen no, 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 to the artists more. That's tough though. Um, that is tough. Did we talk, did she's we talk like about one that of the on this show about the? I'm your baby tonight. Did I put that on this show? No. Uh, no, we talked. I think we were talking about that in the chat where it was like, you can't um, say it, Cujo, because you can't okay. unhear it afterwards. All right, look. I want. Zeno, you eight, probably had your life change if you hadn't hit this one yet. Get, get ready. All right. So, any fan of the elder, of the old X Men animated, in the 90s animated oh, series. Oh, yeah, I remember this. With remember the this. best possibly top two. Theme songs. greatest theme songs of mm-hmm. all time with no lyrics. Like it's anyway. So go listen to it if you're mm-hmm. not familiar, or just just go enjoy if you are familiar with it. '90s X-Men animated theme song, and then Whitney Houston, "I'm Your Baby Tonight." You're welcome. Okay, I'll go. I'll go listen to that. You can't unhear it. Unhear it. Once you hear it. <laughs> You're not gonna be able to unhear it, cause now every right. time I listen to "I'm Your Baby Tonight," first I hear I see I see the X-wing jet just. Whoosh. Yeah, you you see Cyclops <laughs> going across the screen. <laughs> Wolverine claws. Right. I'm gonna mute so that I don't we don't get uh, copyright stricken. All right. Yeah. Cause at it. 
Zeno said he's got to listen to it on the air. I just want to see space with this. The, the, uh, <laughs> yeah, when he, with the, the realization, the eureka moment. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah. I, I hear it. You can't oh wow! So so yeah, it's not the do, 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 is it da, 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 that part. Oh wow! Oh wow! Okay. <laughs> so I was like, they'll never know. Damn. And Whitney Damn thieves. And Whitney Houston came out first. <laughs> oh, hers came out first. Oh, okay. All right, Marvel. I see. You're right. <laughs> Somebody back at Marvel was a Whitney Houston fan. Yeah, Somebody yeah. didn't know. They said that nobody would notice. Cujo noticed. Right. Yeah. But, um, okay, so we got three Mariahs and one Whitney. Which I, I was actually really surprised that nobody picked one of the newer artists. I, I tip, You know, people typically go for go for nostalgia. And, you know, ah, oh, this is for my childhood. Yeah. So I gotta- well, I mean, we talked about this earlier about how, you know, you know, artists stay out for too long and then they just not relevant anymore. And they just, Rihanna, I don't know if she can still make great music, but she never really had like a downfall, you know? She just decided, hey, I'm really great at this singing thing, but I'm making a bajillion dollars off of this lingerie line. So I'm gonna just focus on that. Right. And you know, there it is. I think she had like a year, I wanna say it's like 2009, that she could not miss. It was like, yeah. Everything Five or six hits on that. It was it was amazing. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, Rihanna is definitely. Yeah, yeah. You talking about sure. that good girl gone bad? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, she, no doubt about it. Yeah. She's was that, that was that was pixie cut era, wasn't it? With the short hair, the pixie was that pixie cut era, mm-hmm. Rihanna? Mm-hmm. I don't no. think so. No, I don't okay. believe so. No. Oh, you did say two thousand nine. Pixie cut was mm-hmm. was earlier. Yeah, that was um, pre. Um, that's like 07. That's Chris like Brown incident. 07, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that, that was pre Chris Brown drama. Yeah. Which is sad we have a timestamp on that, but yeah. Right. It is, which is a long time ago. All right. So a long ass time ago. Wanna, somebody wanted to explain random to Zeno. Um, <laughs> I'll take it. So, <clears throat> random. Um, Well, let me say this. The intention of random is for you to just say a random statement um, that'll either make us laugh or make us like, oh, wow, damn, I never thought about that. Um, Sometimes it turns into a rant. So just depending on, you know, one of the host moods, it could be a random statement or thought or it could be a rant. So it just depends on what's triggering them. So It, it literally is a random thought that you have just random yep so um shit Cujo had a great one-liner one time and i'm trying to recall it but you had brought something up and everybody's like whoa yeah well, i never thought about that you know blah 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 so just a random thought first thing comes to your mind type deal uh you don't have to go first Zeno, but you know yeah we just want to yeah i'm not gonna go first because i can't think of anything right now so M16 kick us off, man. You you I feel like you got one in the chamber. Well, it seems like on the show I'm the resident guy who, you know, is about to ramp on stuff. So why disappoint? Because of course I've got something in the chamber that it kind of been on my mind. And it's something that's simple that we all have 
had a dealing with. And that's when you're, you know, you're in your car and you roll through a drive through and you, you're getting your food or whatever, and they hand you your drink. And the problem with them handing you your drink is that they put it down on that little automated little Coke freestyle machine, and that thing spills over onto the cup. And usually what happens is that person will grab that thing off of there and just hand it right to you. So to you people, you're not going to wipe it off, like... You're not going to take a napkin and get the excess off the side of it? You just want me to sit it in my cup holder so my shit can get sticky? Or possibly on my seat? I got white seats. So you ain't can't take two seconds to just wipe the motherfucker. You're going to hand me the... Here you go. You don't see anything wrong with that? It's got drink all on the side of it. You just It's good. you just been doing it all day, so it's just cool. Shit, man. Wipe that mug, man. That's all <laughs> I'm saying. It's a, just a simple, wham, napkin. Hand it to me. Shit. Sorry, man. But that's 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 lazy, man. Just wipe that mug. All right, that's all I got. Sorry. They trying okay. to trick um, I have something, um, a thought about baseball. I think I'd much rather be the Miami Marlins who went to the uh, World Series twice, their first two times, and won it, and then go to the playoffs again like forever to last year. And they didn't win it, but they went twice and they won it twice. Then the Atlanta Braves who went to the playoffs like 15 straight years or won the division 14 straight years and never won the World Series in that span. They won it before. I'd rather be the team that goes twice and wins it twice than goes 15 times and doesn't win it. I think that's a great debate because me and 16 talk about this all the time. Like, would you rather be um, the Houston Rockets where you got your two, you haven't been that really close since then, or, you know, do you want to be – um, shit. I don't know. Anyone LeBron's Bucks. up with, or, or or yeah, if you're the Milwaukee Bucks, you're in the playoffs every year, but you're not winning shit. You know, like somebody's always in your way. Like, it's a very interesting debate, and you know, depending on who your sports teams are, you you might only have one opinion on one well, side well, of it. The Hawks are just like that too. They made it to the playoffs eleven straight, oh, 10 straight years. But they never came close, except that one year where they got swept by the Cavs in the yeah, Eastern Finals. Say, yeah. But, yeah, I'd rather win that it. Good, that was a good, a good one. From, a good one. Uh, Zeno That's for, a, that was a good one. Yeah, for his first try. Right. He nailed it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you, I'm going to go you. next. Um, COVID really got me fucked up with this whole booster shot thing. Um, you mean to tell me I took two shots? And that I still might have to take another one after after a year. Y'all got me hella fucked up on that shit. Like, I need everybody to go ahead, get vaccinated. Let's get done with this. So nobody has to go take a booster shot, okay? Like, nobody likes getting a needle stuck in their arm. Not to mention, this ain't no regular flu shot. Like, everybody's arms been sore multiple days from this one. People been getting, you know, not feeling well from the second one. Like, can y'all please go get vaccinated and end this? Yeah, like Pfizer talking about a damn booster shot. Like y'all really expect all these millions of people who have gone probably once or twice to get the first dose and the second dose. Y'all expect them to go get a damn booster shot after this? Come on, man. It was all part of the plan. I'm gonna just say that. It from from the beginning. I I, I think I said it on the show. Like it's gonna become an annual thing, like the flu. There's COVID yeah, shots man, and there's the, flu shots now. I mean, flu shots. Booster shots just really triggered me, man. Because I just got my <laughs> second dose, man, and like. 
you know, I'm feeling strong, you know, mask off, raw dog in the air. I'm like, yeah, let's go. Once everybody gets vaccinated, <laughs> right back. And booster shot, like it's gonna it's gonna be an annual thing. You have to get an annual COVID shot, like you have to get a flu shot. Speaking of raw dog in the air, um, so <laughs> uh, Georgia is Georgia is a strange place. Uh, like no one, you wouldn't think COVID exists in this place. So I, I got the Johnson Johnson. So it's one shot. Um, this past weekend was my first time going to. I, I don't know if you guys are familiar with the battery. Yeah, over here. Yeah, 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 yeah. absolutely, so absolutely. This is my first time going to like the battery like properly since all of this started, and I went to. Um, uh, PVR, professional yeah. bull riding, uh, um, and not a mask in sight, yep. not a care in the world. <laughs> Everyone's just like, you know, like, you know, like, like it's spring break in Miami, you yeah. know. And I was just like, man, you would never think anything was going on here. And the thing is, I've been seeing Instagram stories about it all since this whole thing started. People were still going out there, like, you know, don't tread on me. So, um, yeah, I, I don't think people are going to care about the booster shots over here in Georgia. They're just yeah. going to keep doing what they're doing because they've already been raw dog. Uh, the, uh, the apparently, I think it's like only 21% of the population of Georgia has actually gotten at least one dose. And they're shutting down seven of the mass vaccination sites like in a week. Yeah. Like, um, not, not, to, not to get too political, but... Do you think it would help if um, the former president came out and said, hey, guys, let's all get vaccinated and do this thing, America? Well, my rebuttal, my rebuttal is he should have did it in office. But, yes, would it help? Absolutely. Because the numbers, based on this news report that I heard about Georgia specifically, um, it is actually not minorities that are now hesitant to get the shot. It's actually rural white folk yeah. mm. um, and that's just that, from that the story race. so that's not me pulling the race card that's literally <laughs> what the numbers yeah, are telling it's, them yeah. it's demographics <laughs> and polls no. who hasn't gone who hasn't done it's the Cujo. <laughs> oh yeah yeah it's on me um i saw something and it's just been it's it's just been eating at me it's been bothering me since i saw it and I think it's probably going to be one of those things that's living rent free in my head for, for a very long time. Um, it, <clears throat> the meme went something like, it's hard to believe that we don't live in a simulation um, when I've never seen any of my neighbors bringing in groceries. And I had to think about it. I've never seen any of my neighbors bringing in groceries. <laughs> Ever, I mean, like, okay, now, now, now I live in, I live in, I live in a house, and like, you know, everybody has garages and you know whatever. I don't expect to, but I thought back to every apartment that I've stayed at. Not that I would remember every single time, but I just want to at least remember one instance where I saw one of my neighbors. I was like, oh, what's up, man? You know, whatever. How did? And he was bringing it, and they were bringing in groceries. I cannot think of one time where I've seen another human being carrying groceries from their car to their house or just holding grocery bags outside of the grocery store. I haven't seen it in my current residence. I have seen it once when I was living in Virginia. So what? it's possible. It's possible that they also were in the simulation. I was about to say that was a glitch. Or, <laughs> or they did it in order to make me think everything's okay. 
There you go. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh, I, I started tweaking. I took the red pill. This, man. <laughs> you saw that cat walk by twice is what happened. Yeah. I'm about to be looking for that now, man. Now that that is random right there. That yeah, but random. that's what I'm saying. It's like Cujo, you know, it's literally a random thought. Um, yeah. That's a great point. Me, like, I don't know what I got. And like, then he just wins the game like every week. There's four of us on this panel right now. One person said they saw it one time. So no, not, you you I'm got me. Saying. I feel like I'm the only person that brings in groceries from the grocery <laughs> store. <laughs> what, y'all out, what is everybody out there eating? <laughs> so um, I, I, easy at MCC. I think you might have seen it since you're Facebook friends. But Kuja, um, speaking of this whole um, uh, what's it called uh, uh, simulation theory? Yeah. Um, yesterday, I I took an afternoon nap because. Of course I do. Yeah. Uh, so of course I did. So so um, I had a dream, and I didn't put the full thing on Facebook because it, it was easy to just compress it. But basically, it boiled down to um, there was a there was a wedding at my house. Like I, I I knew it was my house, but the house seemed bigger than any house I've ever owned before. Yeah. But it felt like it was my house. There's a wedding there. We were hosting it, um, and the the guest was like a who's who of like different people. And I remember running to go find the groom because he was like late or somewhere. And then I ran into like this group and this, this one taller guy, it wasn't Shaq, but a taller guy like picked me up. Like, Hey, um, he didn't say my name. He didn't say my name, but it was like, Hey, a long time. And then in that group was future, the rapper. Um, it was, And, and like uh, there were a couple of actors too. I don't, I don't believe it was Gary Coleman. It was a short actor, could have been Kevin Hart. Um, but there, there were like a bunch of people. But we were like all conversing, and we all knew each other. And I never once felt out of place. And when I woke up, and I thought about it, I was like, why, why do I know future? <laughs> why, why, why didn't this yeah. bug me? You know. Yeah. And I put it on Facebook, and someone See, the- commented hashtag simulation theory. So. Uh, but that that's the that's the cool thing like dreams have meanings behind it yeah so all those different people that were in your dream they have some affiliation to you like you know whether you listen to their music or you watch the tv show possibly or it could be what i said in the post which is that sometimes it feels like the my dreams are someone else's reality like someone else right lived that someone, someone I, ran right. into those guys I, I, I was reading something and um it might have been business insider or some some something some one of those kind of sites and it was a, a famous physicist had come out and said that that his new theory or a new theory was that dreams are um our visions of of, of us in other dimensions and it got me thinking why the fuck didn't i get into physics and just make up bullshit you know what i mean like that's just one of them jobs where you could just throw random shit out with no there's no evidence you just wake up one day and be like i just like i just had a dream about me at a wedding with future and Shaq. i bet that was me in another dimension but but most science write a book most science (laughs) isn't evidence-based it's theory-based and then you do the test and all that stuff and then Maybe you might get a proper answer and say, yeah, okay, now there's evidence. 
But most science is always theoretical. It's always theoretical. Yeah, and they yeah. get paid to do it as a they physicist. They get paid so much. All these government grants to study, what, dreams? Yeah. <laughs> so, so let's do, let's do something not hypothetical, and that's, Zeno, man, since we came to the end here of the show, let, if you just please let everybody know about your pod, where they can find you and everything. I'm going to drop all that in here as well and on the screen, but please let us yeah. know. So um, I didn't dream this. I actually did start a podcast with my friend Zeus. Um, it's called Zeus. It's called ZZ Talk uh, with Zeno and Zeus. Um, Sorry that the Falcons are about to trade Julio Zeus. <laughs> you know what? We we will skip that. Uh, so <laughs> um, we also so so the the YouTube channel is called ZZ Talk ZZ Hyphen Talk the podcast is called the zz talk podcast when you search that you might also find a podcast also named zz talk with a father and son duo that's not us yeah Look I, was for say, I was just looking for it and i'm like these white guys are definitely yeah not that, that's not us <laughs> um, you, you'll see our names it's Zeno odomi and jesus benavides that's just going to show up in there um we are on uh spotify pandora uh apple uh google podcasts the works yeah so just search it you might find us kujo let me know if you actually do find it at some point um <laughs> yeah so so yeah we it's it's a, it's a show of two guys who talk about any and everything including sports entertainment and a heavy dose of politics i don't know if you guys can tell but i say that all the time so it's that's the show yeah. yep like I said, we have all that, that info in there. And I just, you know, want to say, Zeno, you fit right in with our nonsense. Um, definitely uh, enjoyed you having you on Bring a Friend Night. And, uh, yeah, man, it was great, man. Hope yeah. This, Zeno. This won't be the last time you come on this this version of the, the show. Yeah, Zeno, you can really say I was trying to be a good friend and give you a, a preface and a warning. Preface and a warning for oh, Julio potentially getting traded, man. Oh, I've been no. trying to warn y'all for like a year now, man. He just said he just deflected that he don't he don't want to no. go that route. He's like, I'm not. I'm not no, no, I, I'm not. I'm not asking for a conversation on it because I know how he feels about the subject. <laughs> but you cannot say that your friend did not warn you about. Yeah, it. You no, know I saying? mean it. It's been in the pipeline, and you know, since since we have brought it up. Um, I did. I did say um, last year it was probably like one of our very early episodes of the show. Uh, I think it was maybe week four of the season. I said that I actually wouldn't be against a Julio trade at that point in the season because I felt like Julio had injury problems. But at that point in the season, his name was still Julio Jones to where we could have gotten something really big from a trade for him. I don't think a trade of Julio Jones would pulling as much of a, a, you know, haul as it normally would right now. Um, I'm hoping. Uh, I, I feel like it's almost uh, definite that he's going to be traded now that it's it's gotten out there so much and it's been so, it's like wide speculation even on like ESPN now. So it sucks, you know, I, I would have hoped he would retire a Falcon or, you know, something. But if nothing else, hopefully he goes somewhere and wins a ring with whatever team he goes to. So we, we yeah. know where he ain't getting one at. But anyway, that's a story for another day. You know, yeah. just tossing that out there. 
But yeah, guys, uh, thanks Man, for having me on. I, I really had fun um, on today's show. Come back. Yeah. Yes, please come back. Bring Zeus with you next time. What's up, Zeus? But yeah, this is a good one. And uh, we're just going to wave to the camera and say we appreciate y'all. Check us out. Follow us on Instagram at this radio show. You got Cujo at your snack plug. Which other one did I miss? Uh, at, at Cujo. He got it right there on the screen. Check out ZZ Talk. He's so cool. He's Check got out whatever profiles. EZ does. Yeah. Yes. We appreciate y'all. And um, yeah, we'll do it again next week. Let's go. Later. Speaking of out on the yard, um, apparently the CDC announced today that um, vaccinated people can go outside without wearing a mask. And this Instagram page that I follow that's about Atlanta and things going on, they were like, oh, <laughs> y'all are just now doing that outside of Atlanta? We've been doing that for about a year now. And I was like, damn, <laughs> they, they right. You know, yeah. Shit, down here. You know I, right. I was on the Beltline St. Patty's weekend and like, it wasn't a mask in sight no. outside. Yeah. Well, we Matter of fact, there was a bar. Like, dog in the air. Oh.